Looking like an angel with no halo When I'm with her, tell me where the pain go Think I might be falling out of control What the fuck do I know? Yeah, we can talk about whatever. I'm curious as to how you got into all of it. Because, like I said, I've never heard anything about um, Reiki or the crystals or anything like that. And then it's like now that I've heard about it, I, I hear it all the time. Right. And it's, it's crazy. So how did you get it's, into it? It's definitely a growing field, right? Yeah. Um, how did I get into it? Which part? Where do you want me to start? Um, okay. Let's start with... So what do you... What would you say you is like your main focus? My main focus is readings. Okay. I mean, I do readings, but um, really, spirit. I use the term spirit a lot. Um, just using your intuition, reading energy. I mean, everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I have a big focus. It's it's just, it's hard to, exp- that's part's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. But yeah, readings, reading people, helping others, um, you know, look into their, sol- their subconscious and seeing you know, patterns and things that are holding them back, stuff like that. Okay, because that's what he, that's what, uh, that's what that, my guest camera was talking about, is how, uh, especially like his, the crystal stuff that he does, he was saying that, um, and I don't even know the right terminology, so it sounds like I'm like, that's that crystal stuff. Yeah, like you But (laughs) I don't know what it is. I just know he, the like he, he told a story about a guy at a bar that, was talking about how he couldn't he wanted to say something to somebody and he couldn't so he gave him like this blue crystal or something to help him soda light probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's for your throat I, chakra yeah yeah that's what he said for your throat chakra and mm-hmm. and to help him like get it out and say what he had to say and uh i forgot what i was going with that but it's just so interesting and i just don't understand and that's why i want to have people right, like y'all on right, right. You, get, you get the opportunity to learn a lot of things yeah. so I see that problem a lot with people and the, with their throat chakra. Mm-hmm. Very common that people don't speak their truth; they're not authentic. So that's a that's a good place to start. I mean, um, you know what the chakras are? When I said that, a little bit, yeah. Okay, so you understand? How would you how would you describe it though? Okay, so you know everything is energy, right? And we're energy, and your chakra system is um, it's like different centers on your body. We have our seven main chakras, and then we have others and other places but it's where the energy flows okay and each chakra how do i say this has a different just thing that it does different system okay so like saying your throat chakra this is speaking your truth and you have so your crown chakra is what i work through the most um your crown chakra is what connects you to spirit mm-hmm. and a lot of people have closed crown chakras you can tell by um you know people that don't understand spirituality or don't have a connection with God or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's plenty of centers. You've got your crown, your third eye, um, your throat chakra, your heart chakra, your solar plexus, your sacral chakra, and your root chakra. Wow. And I work constantly on, I mean, balancing mine. Mm-hmm. They can become blocked. They can, um, and if one is blocked, usually another chakra will be overactive. Okay. <clears throat> so. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so you're saying, so would that be because say your throat chakra is blocked, that means one, another one would be overactive because of that right. one? Right. Okay. Or, um, like a, a, also not just the throat chakra, but the root chakra is one that's really, um, imbalanced. 
a lot with people mm-hmm. or holds a lot of trauma because your root chakra is um, stability, home, safety. Oh, yeah. My needs are met. My, yeah. My um, just feeling safe. And a lot of people have issues from childhood and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so that's a very common one, too. I could see that being really common with people. Yeah. It's like if you don't work on balancing them, paying attention to them, it's just like you're off center. You're not. Your energy doesn't flow, gets stuck, stagnant. It's hard to move forward in life in general. So it's like maintenance. Okay. It's like vacuuming the rug. You got to vacuum them out. Yeah. Well, we, and that's what me and uh, Cameron were talking about. And I feel like a lot of it is like you have to be, because, you know, people like me who just really kind of don't understand it but are curious, maybe like they're not open enough to accept what you're doing with them. And that's what we were talking about. That's what me and him were talking about. Is like some people, just because like, some people don't, they don't can't, understand it. They don't understand it or they can't feel it. Like doesn't mean it's yeah. not a thing oh, that yeah, you need to mean, do. Right. Just because you don't believe something doesn't mean it's not a fact, right? Right. And that's what the way I was because I was explaining um I was explaining what you do and what Cameron was doing to a coworker of mine. And I was telling and he of course blew it off. He was like he's like, Yeah, but doesn't he, don't you think that's kind of Yeah, he's there? like, Yeah, but don't you think that's just kinda like they could just be saying stuff? And I was like I was like, Okay, I said, but if I was telling you that my knee hurts, I said, just because you can't feel it does not mean it it's not, exactly. it doesn't hurt. Oh, for sure. I was like, so just because you can't feel something doesn't mean it's not there. Right. And that's just being, being closed-minded to things you don't understand. Yeah. But once you um, experience it, learn about it, start working with it, it's hard to ignore, if that really? makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, once you know it's there, yeah. That makes, that kind of, <laughs> like, gets me, like... Almost excited, <laughs> almost excited because now that like I've talked to Cameron, now I'm talking to you. It obviously I'm getting more into it, at least learning about it, and so it's something I'm definitely going to be paying attention to. Right. Well, it's it's the same as you know me talking to spirits. It's some people just don't believe it. Well, that's fine. Don't right. believe it, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? Yeah. Either that, or I'm just pure crazy because um, it's very real. It's just as much as me meeting and talking to you. It's mm-hmm. the same as me talking to spirit. It feels the exact same way. Right. And, and so is that something that you've always been like, is that something that you've always felt or you didn't really notice what you were experiencing until you got older? Right. Well, yeah, it definitely started um, when I was a kid. I assumed everybody was getting the same things that I was getting, mm-hmm. I guess. Like everybody was experiencing it. So it was normal. Um, but it wasn't talked about. Um, and I grew up in a very religious Baptist home, mm-hmm. um, very strict <clears throat> on beliefs and, you know, just go to church. That was really all that I was taught. So um, there was just a lot of fear around. I mean, there's a lot of fear around it for yeah, most people. There is. And when you're little and you don't understand, there's more fear. It's scary. So I was always scared. Like I slept in my dad's bed till I was 12 because I was oh. just terrified all the time because I would try to lay in my bed and I would feel a spirit and get scared and run, you know, run to my dad's bed. But, um, <laughs> so for me, it was in seventh grade, I think when my granny died, um, she was the first spirit who really came to me, um, just as a crossed over spirit, as a healthy spirit and spoke to me that I knew and told me, you know, if you're scared and you don't want to see anything, just say that. Like she kind of showed me what to say and I was like okay I don't want to see I would lay in bed go I don't want to see I don't want to see I don't want to see it just freaked me out I mean yeah it was scary so um so I kind of knew about it but like I said I just thought everybody was doing that yeah because so spirit communicates with thought so okay. it's hard to 
when you're young, for sure, you think it's your thought, you know, it's hard to okay. decipher. So it's just as I've like perfected my craft, I know the difference now. So it's something that, so, cause that's one of the questions I was going to have. It's, it's something that once you, you're kind of in tune with it, that you can kind of like sharpen that skill almost Absolutely. as to yes. being able to pers- like, or allow that to come in. Right. So when we talk about energy, you know what vibration is? Um, I we talked about it. With no, the, we didn't really talk now. about it. So with energy, everything holds vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a radio dial is how I describe it. And you kind of change your tune. It's like changing the radio station, right? You can be really low vibe person living in your ego. And you, as you raise your vibration and become more in tune to energy, um, it just opens it up. But uh-huh. anybody can do it. Like what I do, anybody can do it. I've taught it. I've taught it in a class before and had you know, 10 people in a circle reading, reading spirit. So it's, everybody's capable. It just has to do with your energy and your fre- your vibration or your frequency is another word for it. Yeah. And uh, you have to, of course, be open to it. Yeah. And you have to, to understanding open. that's, um, do you, this might be a stupid question, but do you no in any thing. way, we'll see. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you in any way like, connect because when most people when they hear spirit they they think also like ghosts like apparition maybe is there any sort of like connection between that with you oh yeah we can go there if you want let's go (laughs) i can explain it (laughs) so um i know i told you i also do space clearing and i yes that's where i deal with what you would call your typical ghost i don't like that word it's not yeah i don't like it either but Um, but they exist and so the difference here um between those spirits is we have crossover spirits who are in the afterlife, who are healthy, who are, um, who I communicate with like in readings and things like that. And then you have some spirits who kind of hang on to this life and they don't cross over. Mm-hmm. So like when I do a space clearing, I will cross them over. Um, the difference, it's a, it's a big difference. Like, um, so when I do mediumship with those healthy spirits, um, I have to raise my vibration up to kind of meet in the middle. That's why it's called medium. You're in the middle. Right. Because they come down, you come up. But um, for lower vibration spirits that haven't crossed over, I have to kind of drop down a little bit because usually their reason for not crossing over is heavy. It's usually heavy. It's depression, um, anger, uh, sadness, unfinished business, um, fear of the afterlife, fear of some sort of judgment, things like that. Yeah. So they're not they're not scary. They don't scare me. I cross them over all the time. Yeah. Um but they do exist and you you don't want them in your house. Like you don't want them with you, but you can pick them up anywhere. It doesn't mean someone died in your house and that's where your spirit came from. Uh-huh. You can pick them up at Walmart. Okay. Right? I go to Galveston and I bring them home. <laughs> um Yeah, Galveston's yeah, sure Galveston's has a really lot of it. for me. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. But um they are yeah, ghost isn't my favorite term, but yes, they definitely exist. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the term either, but the reason I ask is because I've heard, um, I'm sure we've all heard that people say that, you know, animals and children are usually more susceptible to Spirit. s- spirits mm-hmm. and um, and that type of, I guess, energy. And it's and I've heard it's because, you know, kids are aren't taught that it's not real yet. I can explain that to you. Okay, explain it then. Because that's what, so, that's what I was told was that it's, right. they, they weren't taught that it's not real, so they just are open to it. So a better description for that would be that we have, like the way that I communicate with spirit, those senses, we have those before we're born. Mm-hmm. And when we're born, we learn, we're, we're learning our earthly senses, right? Okay. Our, our 
our main senses and um, it dwindles. It makes that those being open to spirit makes it dwindle because you're you're focusing on uh, what's in front of you. You know what I can smell, what I can taste, what I can hear. You're not focusing on energy and things like that. So they kind of lose it. You kind of lose it. You block it off. You get more logical. We get okay. our logical brain, and yeah. that has to do with, um, I mean, just society in general. Yeah. You know, you what you see is real, but what you don't see isn't real. That's what we're kind of taught, you know? Okay. So that's what happens there. But I mean, I have three kids and they're pretty gifted. And that is actually the main reason why I decided to jump into this actually, because I didn't want them to suffer how I did as a kid. Okay. Suffering. We'll suffer in which way? Cause you like just from you experiencing it and not mm-hmm. knowing what to mm-hmm. do with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I started seeing it with my first, uh, kid and she was scared at night all the time and uh cause energy from spirits will cause you to have uh, sensations in your body like stomach aches headaches things like that and she Mm -hmm. was always with a stomach ache Um, it just it affects your energy field and I didn't want them always you know suffering Suffering. so I wanted to kind of figure it out so Uh that I could make sure they don't have to go through that because my mom's also sensitive and she won't uh, acknowledge it you know she just blocks it out yeah she blocks out she goes I'm not I'm not psychic or anything but but she is, yeah. You know. Well, my, I'm, I'm sure I'm definitely, I'm actually, I know I'm definitely not at the like level that you are. My girlfriend always says I'm psychic though, because Everybody it's just, is. just, well, but wow. yeah, go ahead. But it's just like energy that, like, it's just things that she, she does that I just know almost kind of almost what she's thinking. I'll just yeah. be like, no, we're not, you know, it's in, it's in the other room or something. Yeah, she's just like, know. she's so confused by it, but, uh, so what do you mean by everybody is psychic? It's just, it, like, it's it's just, just something that you can work on. Everybody can read energy. And so your psychic um, your psychic ability comes from your solar plexus. Mm-hmm. So some people who don't have good intuition that, you know, those people who just kind of aren't intuitive, mm-hmm. that's usually because their solar plexus is blocked. But we all have that ability to open it up and to work on it. But everyone has the ability to read energy. That's what being psychic is. You're just reading energy. Thoughts are energy. That's what right. thoughts are. So if okay. she's having a thought and you're reading the energy, you already know. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So the like you were saying, the your intuition is kind of, is from your solar plexus. So I is there because I I feel like I'm getting I've gotten better at reading energy and mm-hmm. no, and noticing like how people are feeling and what they're doing mm-hmm. just from my practice. It, at, at, I'm not practice like actively practicing at work, but where I work, I work in a mental health hospital, and so yeah, and so, and I'm sure you would have a field day at that hospital if, because there's been all kinds of people have heard apparition or had yes. heard stuff oh, yeah. and seen stuff, and but uh, just I mean that's part of the job is you know knowing is being able to look at somebody and know okay, I can't approach them right now. Because you know they're they're not in a good space where I can't approach right, them. You're reading that person, right? And that's what I, and that's what I have another, gotten better at over the years, right? And another term for that, um, kind of how it starts, a more common term people use is being empathic. Yeah, that's what Cameron Cameron. That's what Cameron said too. And so I'm definitely an empath. Yeah, two pe- two out of two right, said that. Right. And, <laughs> um, when when you are an empath, you um, can kind of take on people's energy and just kind of sense what they need intuitively. Yeah. Right. Can I get near them? Can I not? You know, is this going to upset them? Just it's, but it can be hard to be an empath if you don't have, um, you know, safe, like safety things up because it can be very draining. Mm-hmm. It, that people will drain your energy when you're an empath. Huh. I don't feel like I've, 
Well, I don't feel like I've felt that, but I, I do definitely, um, especially at work, they, you know, a lot of my coworkers would tell you, you know, we've, we'll have somebody who, God, that make, it's that, that's so interesting that you're saying that because there's certain things that, you know, my coworkers, they just don't understand. And then like, to me, it's one of those things where I'm like, it, it just made sense to me. Like, I don't know why just, y'all didn't see it. into it and they didn't. So that has to do with some people just being more open mm-hmm. and others are just more open. Yeah. Um, those are people in their logical brain. They're not using their intuition, things like that. Okay. Because just like, just the example that you just, that made me kind of have like a moment there was um, we had a guy who, we had a patient there who was getting extremely aggressive, extremely violent. He he backed himself into a corner and was ready to fight. And he told us, he said, if y'all come near me, we're fighting. And he's yelling, he's cussing, throwing out racial slurs, the whole thing. And they, you know, of course they call me and I come up and everybody's in there. And then for whatever reason, to me, I just, and he, I really don't feel like he gave me anything because he was really, he was ready to, like I said, he's ready to fight. He has his, he's in the corner, he has his hands up and he's like, let's do it, let's go. And for whatever reason to me, I I was like, I just kind of maybe looked around the room or something, but I was like, all y'all get out. Everybody back up, back up. Right. And so they all got out of the room and it was just me and I talked to him for, I mean, 30 seconds maybe. Mm-hmm. Talked to him for 30 seconds and talked him talked him into putting himself in the restraint chair that he was not, wow. he was not going to go in there. Right. And within like 30 seconds, I just, you know, laid it out real clear, mm-hmm. clear for him. And I was like, I'm going to back up. And so I backed up and he he was going to put himself in there and I could see him like holding himself back from doing it. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I took the chair and turned it to face the door. Mm-hmm. And I said, now you can see us and see that we're not going to come up behind you. Right. And he sat right down and he restrained himself. And my coworkers were just like, how in the, yeah, how in the fuck did you he just kinda, do that? He kind of feels like he doesn't get a lot of respect. Yeah. He's also a sm- mental illness. He's also a smaller guy. Right, so he, that might be he feels threatened like he feels threatened from yeah people, and i think that you were able to get to him because um he feels like you mutually respect him as a person and i don't think you get that all the time in mental hospitals you know right um i don't know i'm just feeling his energy that yeah you might feel like um you're respectful with how you do things yeah maybe so because because i'm also one of the few people who my coworkers say i don't see why you sit there and entertain entertain that Whenever, because somebody will sit there and talk to me about something that is, they're talking about starting their own army or whatever the case may be, right. and it's stuff that you're like, <laughs> definitely not going to happen. But right. and I'll sit there and, and entertain it, so to speak. Right. But it's just like if you know, it's it's building a relationship with them is, is all I'm trying to do. It is, and also what you're doing is you're you're holding space mm-hmm. for somebody, and that's hard to find, right? Just in general with people sometimes yeah. that want to. That whole, you know, holding space to let them get their stuff out. Right. Huh. That's interesting. God. Give me a lot to think about. I have uh, more. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was so excited about you coming. Uh, okay. So going back to you said Galveston is, um, Galveston is very, I love like that. a lot for you. Favorite places. Really? Have you gone to New Orleans? God, I would assume New Orleans is another one. I have one. not. Uh-oh. I have that desire to, but I always feel like spirit tells me don't go. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, so you purposefully has, don't go? I, pur- I purposefully haven't gone. Okay. I will go. I want to go soon. Um, I just needed to get, um, you know, my guard ready, my mm. uh, shield ready. Yeah. You know, but Galveston's super fun. I actually had an experience there before I started really doing the mediumship um, where I went on a ghost tour. Yeah. 
and I got so sick because I didn't have a guard up and I didn't know what it was then but like as it was as we were on the tour I started getting this migraine and a stomach ache and then I actually got a picture of a ghost because they told us to take pictures mm-hmm. of a little boy standing behind the window and you couldn't see him like with my eyes right. I saw it on my phone later but at that moment I was so sick I had to run around the building so no one saw me I thought I was gonna throw up in the street uh-huh. and um once we got back to the hotel, like, I mean, I had to lay back in the car. I was so s- super sick. So yeah. that that's just the explanation of how spirit can make you feel when you're not um, taking care of yourself. Yeah. Because there's a lot, there's just a lot there. There's a lot of history. There's a there lot of is. sadness. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, you know, the last time I went there, the hotel I was in, I was hearing um, a woman crying. Like uh-huh. a lot, she was just crying for her kid. And so I have to like be vigilant of, know protecting the room and setting a shield up for my kids because then my daughter's like my stomach's hurting all of a sudden i'm like ah yeah they got, you got it's through intense. it's really yeah. intense yeah wow so and i'm sure or would you say that because i know especially in galveston with the hurricane that was all those um i can't remember what year that was but and there was all that like sudden yes. that sudden death mm-hmm. is there a lot of energy that's tied to like it being sudden and them not Absolutely. having crossed over yes that's another reason people don't cross over. Sometimes they don't know they're even dead. Like, um, and so those type of spirits, they will attach to people. They uh-huh. will find people and attach. That's why you'll bring them home from places. Like, oh, I like that person. They'll follow you home. Um, people like first responders, ambulance drivers, um, hospital workers. Um, if you're the last person they saw, sometimes they attach to you. So those, okay. those people, um, they usually have a science you know, mind and they're more logical. Right. So they don't have like, they're self-prepared, but I've seen it where I've had, I have actually had somebody who um, was a, what do you call it? Like a phone, dis- a police dispatcher. Yeah. And she talked to someone during um, uh, Harvey as they were drowning in mm. their car. And like that spirit came in the reading with them and they weren't crossed over yet, but clung to her because it was like, she listened to her dial on the phone. Yeah. I'm sure she was helpful and tr- or trying to help. Yeah. Um, so when you go out when you go out in public, is it something that is this something that you experience all the time? No, or I'm good at turning it off. You're good, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like. No, I'd be so tired. But before you've practiced it, did you okay. experience it a lot? Yeah, just I, in, even out in public. If I if I want to, I can. So, kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the psychic energy, or even with talking to spirits, all you have to do is set an intention, and so that's how it is for me. It's like if I want to read this house right now I can if I want to read the land I can if I want to read you I can I just need the intention but it's off right now right right so and I think that's why a lot of people um don't understand well how are you getting messages from spirit you know well you don't well you're not setting your intention to so don't complain to me right right it's just all about what you want to do oh, okay interesting now sometimes people sometimes there are spirits who will just pop in uh-huh. and that's it they want to talk right then and there like I'm, I've read a few people in public on. I don't like doing that, but mm-hmm. it's, it's um, it was spirit led, and it's like okay, this person is crying at the table, and they're like, I've been asking for messages from my grandma for so long. Oh my god, this is a sign I needed. Like I only do it if it feels like it's necessary. Like I have to yeah. do it. You don't just go like no run with everybody and be like, hey, by the way, hey, no, <laughs> no, no. Um, so you also told me that you do um, past life regression. Mm-hmm. So explain explain more as to what that is because I tried to do a little bit of research into each one, but I didn't want to do too much. I wanted to like hear from you, mm-hmm. but explain uh, like past life regression and how that how that works. Okay, well, 
it's obviously based on reincarnation, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't believe it, you're going to say, well, that's stupid. I don't believe that. But um, so we we carry on. If Do you believe in reincarnation? Can I ask that? Yeah. You, oh, yeah. You can ask whatever. Um, I don't know what I believe. Okay. That's why right. I'm that's why I'm very open to I'm all just this. I'm making sure that I'm not being just like I always like. Oh, to no, ask no, people, no. Because sometimes I'll get information about past lives during readings and I'll make sure what their belief first. Uh-huh. So I don't, you know, mess up how they feel or what they think. Right. But um, we've lived many lives, mm-hmm. right? And a past life regression um, is really fun. I'll say this: I was into, I was really into the idea of reincarnation for a while. Right. So I'm not, I'm not uh, against it. Or I'm not against that idea of that right. being what happens. You just don't have. Experience I just, with that. I don't have experience with it, and also I'm so um, open to just learning and hearing what everybody else thinks <laughs> that I feel like it's still. I feel like I'd be a spirit that would just hang out forever just because I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. Right. Um, so we carry on energy from some of our past lives. That's mm-hmm. So that's the purpose of it is to spirit will give you three past lives with that are affecting your life today. Mm-hmm. Like, and it will give you a lesson from that life and show you and you'll get to experience it. And um, they'll explain it to you and why they show this to you and what you need to learn from it. It's very, um, so it, it helps with that. Like if there's like a blockage, you don't know, I have this fear of something or something's holding me back. And you're like, oh, that's why, right? Right. From that life, like something that happened in that life, something traumatic, things like that. Okay. So even fe- even fears that you have and you're not exactly sure yeah, why. Yeah, not that's... sure why, yeah. Huh. They're that's really, they're my favorite right now. They're, they're so fun. The past life regressions? Yeah, that's, because um, I just learned it in um, August. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. I've seen some really cool, really cool lives. Have you done it to your Have you done it to your kids? Oh gosh, no. They're too young <laughs> for that. They would not understand the concept at all. But um, it's just okay. So when I'm doing a past life regression, I see everything they see. Uh-huh. So I'm doing it too, right? I can see it in my third eye, and so I get to experience it. So afterwards, we discuss, you know, discuss it because sometimes they'll see things or feel things and they can't express it. Uh-huh. Um. Or they can't make light of the situation, and we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it afterwards because I get to experience it too. So it's fun for me. Yeah. Well, I I read that um, when I was reading about past life regression, I read that it's um, there's some like hypnosis involved a little bit. Yes, there can be. Um, the way that I do it, it's it's kind of like hypnosis, but it's more of a meditative technique. Yeah. But you do count to ten and things like that during it. But it's um, guided imagery. Okay. Like, do you meditate? No. Oh man, you need to start. I need to. <laughs> That's that. That is something that everybody needs to do all the time, every day. I don't, but I, I'll, I'll <laughs> look. Like I'll definitely get into it. Exercise for your brain, your consciousness. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sure that'll help me here, so I definitely need to do that. Mhm. The one I need, the one I wanted you to uh, explain though, that because it didn't really make sense to me was the uh, I'll probably pronounce it wrong. The Akashic Records. Is that how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. What is that exactly? Okay, so the Akashic, uh, you didn't Google it or anything? I did, and I still struggled to understand it. So it's actually a higher dimension. You know what dim- the dimensions are? Mm-hmm. It's just a higher dimension. I believe it's the ninth dimension. But um, with our human brain, we see it as, we visualize it as a library, like the tree of life, the library of your soul mm-hmm. that has every recorded thought, Thing that's happened, um, life you've lived already, 
your subconscious, why you do things, what you came to learn, what your, um, let's see, just what your lessons are, what your lessons are supposed to be, um, why you do things. You can ask anything. And the answers, it's not the same as a reading where the answers come, like in a reading, the answers are coming from spirits or your spirit guides and things. It's, it's the masters are there. The, I don't know if you know what the masters, like the ascended masters are there. It's very, it's high level information is what I'm saying. It's not. Yeah. And that's how, that's how it was kind of explained, but it was one of the, it's, it was one of those things I just still was like, I'm not exactly sure what that's telling me. It's, it's just a space of energy. Cause that's what a dimension is. Just another dimension that holds the energy of your soul. Okay. So, so when you, so when you do those records, what do like, if, if you did that to me, what would I get out of it? Well, you would prepare a list of questions of things you wanted to ask. Okay. And they're not yes or no questions. They're like deep questions. Like, why do I keep repeating this cycle in my life? Okay. Why do I have this anger Then I have no idea where it came from? Mm-hmm. You know, and you just get, you don't get yes or no's. You get long, link, I mean, lengthy, uh, deep answers. Okay. That could be almost like a, some, some, like a form of therapy for people, really. It could be, but you have, it's because such, it's so, it's so high that it's, I don't know, it's just hard. Sometimes that stuff can be hard for people to understand. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's what I, I was struggling to understand it because there's things that I there's things that I do that I definitely ask questions. But I think even on the last episode I did, I was saying how um, I was saying how I have a problem saying saying the actual phrase "You're welcome" to somebody. I can't say that, and it's um, I can text it, mm-hmm. I can text it no problem. But if if um, like even at the end of this episode, you, if you if you bring it up and you're like, "Thanks for having me on," I'm like, "Yeah, for sure." For like, sure. I, I usually can't, say, of course. Yeah, I can't. When someone says, thank you for doing something, I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no no, no problem, for yeah. sure. You know, I, and but it's in my brain, it says, or my, my brain tells me, you're welcome. And then it does not come out that way. Why? I don't know. And that's what, that's something that I would be, that I would be curious to know curious why. to find out. And of course, I have like, I have stuff that mm-hmm. like, you know, um, like a little anger switch where I'll like get mad over something and I'll just be like, that's, I don't know why I'm mad about that, but it, mm-hmm. it upset me. It triggered something. Yeah. It triggered something. Are you a people pleaser? Um, I try to be, I try to be, I, one thing I've noticed about myself and I don't know where this comes from is I, I do have a, some sort of need that I want to, I want mm-hmm. people to like me. Right. I was going to say it's, it's because you're searching for likability. You don't want to seem like someone, you know, like, like you did something for somebody, you don't want to make it seem like it's um like you won't do it again, right? Right. You want to be likable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's because like I I do sh- kind of struggle with that. Like I very quickly will feel like people don't like me over the silliest things. And now that I'm getting older, I feel like I'm getting better at being like, well, that's like it used to be. It used to be if uh my group of friends went to do something and I wasn't invited, mm-hmm. it I would be. It'd be like, oh, oh, immediately I was like, I'm not invited. Oh, they don't, oh, I must upset. They don't like me now. Mm. And even, even like, um, like my sister, like my sister invited friends, a bunch of friends over for a game night and me and her are super close. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I wasn't, and you know, me and my girlfriend weren't invited and it was like, oh, like they don't like me. It's immediately, it's very, I'm very quick to go there, which is odd to <laughs> me at least. Right. Well, usually if you're worried about, Something like that. It's usually a lesson for yourself on the inside about liking yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. 
like searching for other people to like you and not realizing that you aren't accepting yourself or lo- liking yourself or loving yourself first. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, because really it doesn't matter if people like you. No, no. And that's what I'm saying. As I'm getting older, it's, I, I care. I, th- I feel like I'm more secure like where I'm at now. Right. And so I don't, I don't experience that as much. I think it'll get even better as you get older. That yeah. Secure, that secure feeling where things will just yeah. roll off your shoulder. Cause I was like that for sure. But now, I mean, I have no, yeah, now I don't. Now I'm glad people don't invite me places. Right. I, I like I to stay home. Stay home. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the, yeah, just stuff like that that I I have been trying to be more aware of as I, you know, as of you know, now that I have a son, I'm like I want to make sure I am very aware of how I come off to people and everything, and so it's stuff like that where I'm, you know, I'll get. You what know, do you mean come off to people? Um. I just always worry that I'm coming off the wrong way. I feel like a lot of people think I'm a very rude person. Really? Yeah. I don't know why I feel that way. I don't know why I feel that way. And now I do have a, like, I do have like a sarcasm to me. Like I like to like, I like to joke and make people laugh. And that's Mm -hmm. another thing that I've thought of in depth a little bit is how I'm always trying to make people laugh. And it's just because like, I feel like if I'm, if they're, if I'm making them laugh, they like me. And that that just goes back into what I was saying earlier. That almost feels like you're trying to earn, right, the attention of people. Like you feel yeah. like you have to show up and earn it. Like you can't yeah. just be yourself. It almost feels like you can't be yourself a little I've, bit. And I do feel like I can't be myself because there's a, or I, some, not all the time, not all the time, but um, definitely around certain people. And like I'll listen to, I'll listen to like my reaction to something, like especially with now that I'm recording a lot of mm-hmm. episodes and. Um, doing some live streams here and there, I'll go back and watch like my reaction, and I'm like, I I, I know like in whatever moment I was holding back, and it's just like I don't. I, Your throat off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I said, it's just there's a lot of stuff like that where I'm just wonder, like it makes me wonder, what's is there a re like there's got to be a reason why a reason. I'm like that not, for sure. There's there's a reason you're not um, letting yourself be your authentic self right yeah you're not because you're wanting to show up with a mask and perform for people Uh and that's um you just got to practice being yourself speaking your truth and not caring what people think you know you don't want to be liked or invited by people who don't want you to be you yeah right right to be comfortable with just being yeah I, i do and like I said, that's stuff that I've been trying to be more aware of so that I can work yeah, on it. Learning it. Yeah. I'm learning. Yeah, I'm learning it and being aware of it. Like, I feel like the biggest um, and I'm sure I might have, you know, a therapist tell me something different or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like one of the biggest kind of breakthroughs I had a while back was um, realizing. And this is this is like the, I bring this up every episode for some reason, but it's one of those it's. I bring it up because it's like a like it was like a big kind of realization for me is one of the things I used to get very upset about is um, if somebody would cancel plans on me last mm-hmm. minute mm-hmm. or would be late to something. Right. If so, it would, it, I had a feeling you it was an immediate <laughs> it was an immediate trigger. And it's, why is that? Because I was a few minutes late grabbing my coffee and I was like, ah, I feel like I feel like I can't be late for some reason. Oh, no, weird. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm. But <laughs> see, but you did what you did what. Calm, what calms me down though mm-hmm. which is if somebody lets me know mm-hmm. hey i'm right like if somebody yeah. keeps in touch with me i'm fine mm-hmm. but if it's like if i'm just sitting there waiting right it's a thing where i'm like 
the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And it would it used to set it used to really set me off. And the breakthrough I had was that it was a realization that whenever I was younger, my mom and dad were split up. I would be waiting for him to come get me, yeah, yeah. and then you know right. he'd never he'd either never show up or it'd be hours later. So you're it sounds like you're doing your work. I mean, you're figuring it out. Mm-hmm. You see where that comes from, right? I mean, yeah, from your childhood and things like yeah. that. That's um just an unhealed it's an unhealed you know trapped emotion in your body. Okay, that's where energy where it comes in. Yeah. Um, but I hate when I, sometimes I hate when I point out things, uh, you know, that people are working on or lessons because I feel like maybe I could come off saying like you're broken. Mm-hmm. You're not like we do this our whole life. Like it's normal, you know? Yeah. Um, at least you're paying attention and you're tra- asking the questions. Why, why do I do this? Yeah. Why do I do this behavior? This is, you know, why do I get so upset? Your reaction to it, waiting for someone. Why am I getting mad? You know? Yeah. At least you, at least you care and you're, you're doing that work. Yeah. So what would you? Because I, you can, you can say whatever to me. I'm, I'm very good at taking, you know, mm-hmm. criticism or taking ideas in. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'm very open to, you know, seeing what people think. Right. So is you just think I'm broken? No, I think you're not broken. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I you. You're not broken. I think you're doing a good job at paying attention to your behaviors, uh-huh. right? Um, caring what people think and uh, being upset that people are late. That, that's important. You're not ignoring it and just going about. You know, being mad all the time. Yeah. yeah. That's part of the process. Okay. Good. Cool. I'm working on it. There you go. See, <laughs> we're, we always are. It's yeah. for us what growth is, is working on it. Yeah. It happens from, you know, growth comes from dark places. Mm-hmm. Right? So, because um, I wanted, I just want to touch on everything. That you, so what is the, so the space clearing you said is just the, um, is it just clearing, you know, the negative energy or what all is that? So in space clearing, uh, I read the location, the house, you know, just whatever's been there, whatever I feel. If there's any spirits, I'll talk to them, ask them questions, and cr- help cross them over. Um, let's see. I use uh, sage, mm-hmm. Palo Santo. I use some, uh, like, herbs and resin. Uh, I'll burn that right after. Um, yeah, it's just clearing the energy, removing stuck energy, negative energy. Mm-hmm. And just resetting everything. Is that something that people? Is that something that you have to do? Like, is that something that you would do like for yourself and at your oh, at your yeah. own house like periodically? I do it in my house, probably four days a week at least. Oh wow! I mean, I don't ever have spirits. Mm-hmm. I have, my house is pretty protected and um, safe. But yeah, I always clear the energy. If there's been an argument, you'll have leftover thought energy um, from that argument in your room, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's so there's so much yeah anxiety anxiety can leave you know negative energy in a room you yeah. just want to kind of uh, bring the peace back yeah that's what one thing I, I, I thought of after my other episode with uh with camera was how because i had um i had somebody tell me how they didn't think you know um energy was really that i forgot the exact wording they used it was some basically they were like kind of disregarding energy and I was sitting there. Quantum th- physics? You're going to disregard that? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, if you, you can say you went out to dinner with, you know, your your friends who mm-hmm. are a couple or whatever, if they come in and they were just arguing in the car, you, you, you can, can feel, feel that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So just like that's house, a very common way to see it. Or if somebody's just an argument, right. you can tell. Yeah. Or if you go to someone's house where there was just an argument and it feels, ugh, feels yeah. icky. You feels feel a little, this yeah. tense is the way yeah. people would say or, it. Or like, 
a family where there's a lot of depression. You go, mm-hmm. you know, you go in their house and you don't really want to be in there. You can kind of sense it. Yeah, you can definitely feel that off people. And uh, like I said, I feel like I'm more in tune with it now after working mm-hmm. where I've worked. And but as, as you like raise your frequency or vibration, you feel it more and more. The thing is, whether you feel it or not, whether he believes it or not, or you feel it or you don't feel it, energy is energy and it affects you no matter what. Yeah. That's the thing. So you think your house is fine. You know, you don't, if you're not saging it, you're not doing anything. It's an older house. Multiple people have lived there. All that stuff's still hanging out in there and can affect your thoughts and your energy, drain you, or make you feel um, angry in a room or you start feeling depressed, things like that. It's Mm -hmm. very important for your space, for sure. That's interesting because I, and this is, I feel like everything I'm saying is like a, it's like a very dumbed down version of what you're saying. But whenever I, like just this room, whenever it was just a blank room, Mm -hmm. if you take all this stuff out, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. And then once I added and made it this, Mm -hmm. it was like a, everyone that even, you know, my girlfriend who has lived here with me Mm -hmm. the whole time, Mm -hmm. we all have a better feeling when we come in here. And it was just adding this, adding what you see here. Well, right. Well, which e- is everything weird. holds energy, so you brought new energy in. Okay. Wow. Also, another thing about space clearing is when you do have stuck energy, there's no flow. Mm-hmm. So it can be hard to bring in new things into your life, like new energy. Like how this room was empty, so the, so the energy was moving, you were able to bring in this new energy, right? Mm-hmm. This new uh, podcast stuff. Right. But mm. you can be stuck just because of the energy around you stuck. Okay. Wow, that's so interesting. It's um, it was scary for me at first because uh, working with the spirits who weren't crossed over in the beginning that was scary. Like the first person I did it to was one of my clients that I had read, and she called me and she's like, "There's something in my house. I need you over here." And I was like, ah, "I knew I was gonna get pulled into this one day," and I was terrified. Mm-hmm. Like terrified. The first two houses that needed help, I was terrified. Now they don't scare me. What were you ter- What were you terrified of? Just the just the spirits. Spirits. They're scary. I mean, because they were scary to me then. I have I don't have any fear anymore, but just because um, they feel, I told you, they feel so different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spirits who are cross over, I'm like, yay, this is fun. They're so nice. Um, it feels good, but those spirits don't feel good. Like, they're angry. Like, this is my house, or um, or they're depressed. And, like, at, her, at that first house, her, that spirit, like, charged at me out of the corner of my eye. It was just like, oh, and I felt him, like, walk me to my car. It was awful. It was creepy. Yeah. It was creepy to me then. I'm not creeped out anymore. So when you, when you're doing, uh, what's the, what's the term? Mediumism is the term? Mediumship. Mediumship, that's mm-hmm. the word. Uh, when you're doing mediumship, you just, you experience it just through, um, just through like feeling or is it because, because like you see on, this may be a bad example, but like you see on like the, uh, some TV shows, some people will mm-hmm. like see images mm-hmm. that'll represent something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you see yes. it in that way? Uh-huh. I have I have all of the senses. They're like the, the clairs is what they're called, like the clairvoyance and yeah. uh, those things. So uh, I definitely see pictures. Um, I feel. So like sometimes I'll get body sensations, like when they tell me how they pass. Like, oh, okay, it's my chest or it's my head or something like that. And then I also have like the clear knowing, which is just, I just know. And sometimes I hear words. Usually names I get where I'll hear a name. Mm-hmm. Um but usually the communication is just knowing. I just know what this person was like, and then they'll show me pictures that'll represent like memories, things like that. Okay. 
man. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's so each, cool. It's very cool, but each spirit is different. Like they still have the same kind of personality uh-huh. they had on Earth. They do have the same personality, and so if it was a quiet person, like they were just generally a quiet person, they didn't open up very well. They may not read as well because they don't have as much to say. They're very quiet, or if they're um, really talkative. I could read that same spirit for 30 minutes. I'll keep going, you know, yeah. and so it's, send me lots of stuff. So, and that all goes, is probably goes back to energy. Cause that mm-hmm. person, like you said, is more energetic. So their energy was probably mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. greater when they were here on earth. Right. They'll like just drop so, so many memories and so many things to say. It just depends. Every spirit is different. Wow. Every reading is different. That's so interesting. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to pull up some of these questions that people sent in. Because, I mean, I have my own stuff, but I want to get to some of these. Um, let's see here. Okay. The uh, this first one just says, are some of the are some of the things you do skills that are able to be learned, or is it mm-hmm. something that comes naturally? Uh, we kind of a- answered that already. That, but yeah. yeah. yeah but any, you, so it came to you naturally, and then you've just kind of grew it as you've right. or and gotten better at it? Right. It's, um, what's the word? I guess it's just more... Uh, natural for some people they have that um, empathic feeling more you know earlier in life but anybody like I said anybody can do it anybody can grow it anybody can raise their vibration their energy to be able to talk to spirit yeah it's not I hate to say this word but it's not special like you're not special because you can do it it's we all have the but we're supposed to I believe we're supposed to we're supposed to be in contact with spirit all the time because that's our um, you know guidance our knowledge our intuition Mm -hmm. things like that it's, it's, I mean, it is special. Like, it is special to be able to get it to is. that space. It yeah. Because some people are just so that shut you're out, not, though. Like, better than anybody else. Everybody can do it, is the point of me saying that. Yeah. I guess with enough practice. But I feel like, you, I feel like it's like you have to be open to be able to for get sure. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, okay. Uh, this one just says. What what reading have you done that has uh, stood out to you the most? Hmm. Ooh, I've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of readings, but usually the ones for me, um, I don't want to minimize reading for people like who have crossed over and their messages from loved ones because those are great and those are important and they're healing for the you know the client and the spirit too, especially when they can say what they want to say and get that out, but. Um, a few of my clients where the uh, readings have been my favorite are people who come in um, you know, really depressed or I've had like people come in suicidal mm-hmm. and we barely even talk to family and we just go over their life. It's just very more of a spiritual reading. Those yeah. are probably my favorite because then they leave just with so much hope and they're, they're so thankful. They're like, oh my God, you said everything I needed to hear and it just changes their life, right? Yeah. That's been my favorite. Just just being able to change somebody's life. I, um, I'm talking people, like I can't go into detail, but right. people with just traumatic, traumatic lives. Like I've seen some things. Wow. How So wait, how long have you actually been, because you said you've been doing hundreds, or you've done yeah. hundreds and hundreds. How long have you, have you actually been, been doing them? really doing it? Or, Only about you, a year and a half. About a year and a half? Mm-hmm. Okay, because you said that you... Uh, we're feeling it even at a young age. Oh, for sure. So when did you actually go from feeling it to understanding what you were feeling and then to, okay, well, I'm going to I'm I'm use read, it and right. do this for people? Um, I'm 32 now, so 
about, see, when I went through my divorce about age 30 is when I started to look into it because I noticed it with the kids and things like that. Um, then I, I realized I was always kind of reading people, mm-hmm. you know. So I started meditating a lot, and that helped. That opened me up right away. That was like, ooh, okay, I'm here. Um, and I don't know. One day I just said, Spirit told me, hey, look at this uh, metaphysical store in Beaumont. Just just look at the Facebook page. And I pulled it up, and that very day they had posted that they were looking for some a reader. Uh-huh. I was like, ah, okay, fine. Like, And that was, I was terrified. I was not, like who I am right now was not who I was then. I was terrified to do this. Period. Because were you just, were you were you terrified think, of the spirits? Or were you just no, not no, confident in? Not, not not that I wasn't confident. It was what will people think? Okay. Right. I still had a lot of um, restrictions and rules and things that I was still carrying from just my childhood and belief systems and indoctrination, all that all that stuff. So it was just I was holding myself back. Okay. It was that fear of well, just how's this going to change me? What do, how are people going to see me? Um, you know, because a lot of people. Um, religious people will say, you know, this is wrong. Yeah. It's, just, it's so opposite. It's so, no, 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 this is necessary. And this is something everybody should be paying attention to and doing. It's, it's really your connection with spirits. But, um, so yes, I, I went there and did a reading for the owner and then I worked there for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the last year in September, November is when I left. Okay. So, and I started reading on my own. Wow. But and I say hundreds because I would do, I would only do, I wouldn't do more than three, sometimes four appointment, appointments in a row. And it was uh-huh. exhausting to do it like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would do that multiple days a week. And so, and I knew it was hundreds because I have a receipt book. Right. And I would go through my receipt books. And I would go, wow, I did all those readings. Wow. So when you, when you do a reading, do you then, like when you were doing it there, you'd have mm-hmm. like a couple in a row. Would you do a reading and then do space clearing before the next one? No, I never had time when I was there. Okay. That, so that's something in my own time that I do now. Yeah. I never, I, no, I would be so drained. I would feel like I ran a marathon afterwards. Yeah. Because I would assume that, you know, you especially, need to, yeah. Yeah, you, I would assume you'd have, it'd kind of be a thing you'd want to do. Is, yeah, it's a thing you want to do, but I, I didn't have the option. If that okay. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Is that part of what made you, now you're doing it on your own? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can do it the that, way you want. Yeah, that's, that store actually just closed. So. Oh, well. <laughs> well, you didn't have much longer there anyway. No. Uh, uh, this question just says, um, have you ever had some inf- uh, some information come through that you didn't want to share with your client? I knew you were going to ask me that. Really? <laughs> yes. Um, absolutely. All the time. Really? So when I go into a reading, I always ask for the reading to be for the person's highest good, mm-hmm. right? I don't want any bad information, any you know, anything they can, that they shouldn't know, right? Because you can really find out anything you want to find out, but we shouldn't, you know? There's things we shouldn't know. Um, but the things that I usually hold back are maybe if this person in their consciousness, they can't handle what I'm going to say because they're not, you know, they're too low in their ego, they can't handle it, then I hold those things back if I have to. Okay. So you, you so you just hold it back if it's like for the betterment of the person. Yes, that, like they can't handle that information. Okay. Um, what kind based of, on just their personality, based on um, if, if they can understand it. If you can't grasp it or understand what what spirit just told me, I can't, I can't say it to you because you can't do anything with it. How how do you do you just determine that based off the feeling you Intuitive, get from them? Yeah. Into okay. Uh-huh. 
Because, uh, like, what? So, what kind of stuff would you hold? Well, I guess it's different for for every person. It's different for every person, but maybe like, maybe they'll ask like, "Why did my baby die?" Mm. And I'll get something that will not make sense to that person based on where they're at. I can't say that. Yeah. You know, um, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I can imagine that one being, uh, especially that specific question being pretty. Right, and heavy, and especially that's kind of a space that some a lot of people take a long time to recover from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can imagine doing going through something like that, losing a child is something that you really would never understand why, mm-hmm. like, why you, why mm-hmm. this child. Uh, so I, I get that. Well, and I have a different perspective on death, right? So it's not there's no grief for me with death, mm-hmm. it's not real, right? Like, we're talking about reincarnation, I have different. From what I've experienced with spirit, I have a different feeling towards it. It's just a change in energy, mm-hmm. right? Your body's gone, but your energy's still there. Um, so I don't have that that feeling of intense like sadness with stuff like that. Um, but so it can be it can be hard for me to tell somebody like okay, so their husband committed suicide mm-hmm. for me to say, well, they get to have another chance and try you know and do these lessons. Oh again. yeah, if they don't understand if they don't believe in reincarnation. It doesn't make sense. So I have to right. meet them where they're at. Right. That's why I think that's kind of why I'm open to the to the idea of reincarnation and just kind of learning more about it is because to me, it seems so. Um, and not that not that, you know, going off to, you know, heaven or, you know, whatever people believe is is there's nothing wrong with it, obviously. Yeah. But uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But the reason I'm kind of, you know, open to the idea of reincarnation is because it's like it seems so if you just. To me, to think that you just die and that's final and then you're just conscience and everything is just sitting in a box somewhere, whatever, that doesn't, that's so final that doesn't make, exactly. for whatever reason, it doesn't make sense doesn't to me. It doesn't resonate with you. Yeah, it doesn't resonate to me that it's just final, you're done. Well, right. And so I've had, I've obviously read a lot of spirits who have committed suicide. Yeah. And um, a lot of them expect that. That's why they do it. I'm done, right? I get to, yeah. I get to check out and it's going to be black and I don't have to live life anymore. Yeah. And they realize it's not the case. And they're like, Ugh. you know, wow. Like shocked. Yeah. Usually, usually there's some denial. There's some, why is my consciousness still going on? Just lots of questions and things like that. So it's, yeah, it's definitely not final. And, and when I talk about reincarnation, I don't mean like you die and you're born the next day. That's not true. Yeah. There's, you are in the afterlife or heaven or the, that space, that dimension, you know, um, working on what you're going to do with your next life. What, what lessons do I need to learn? How can I learn these differently? What did I not do here that I needed to do? Mm-hmm. Things like that. Okay. Yeah, because like I said, it, it just you know, well, a thought, another thought that I had recently was that because um, I was, I remember I got kind of irritated about something, mm-hmm. and then like I was laughing about it, and I was like, why am I mad about that? Mm-hmm. And then it was, uh, and then but like physically, I still felt the same energy and feelings as if I was mad like my blood pressure was up and mm-hmm. all these things and then it made me think like I wonder if there's like a consciousness within me that I have no control over and then that also then that led me down the hole as to thinking about like well if that's if that's real then if I die that can't be the end oh, because yeah. these con- then that consciousness and that those that energy has to, that's got to go somewhere. somewhere well yeah and that's um part of quantum physics mm-hmm. and um and energy is energy doesn't die energy transforms that's it it doesn't go away you know you can't destroy it mm-hmm. so um 
You can transform it. You can't destroy it. Okay. Wow. And talking about that anger too, I mean, that can be so many things. Huh. Like I, we talked about like childhood stuff and things yeah. like that, but it can also just be, it can also be ancestral. I've seen that a lot with people where they're carrying ancestral energy, trauma, mm-hmm. that's not even theirs. How, how would that work exactly? Or, what, or like what's a, it? Or, yeah, or no, just, it? just how would you explain like what that, just a, some trauma that a, uh, that one of their ancestors had mm-hmm. gone through that has it been. It might run through many generations like addiction. Uh-huh. Things oh like yeah. That. Or um, just different beliefs, systems, maybe um, oppression, just different things that might carry through one line and it's in you and you're like, why do I have a problem with this? This is weird. Like my mom does, my grandma does. Why does everybody have this problem? Okay. So it can be, it can be similar to, that's a good way for people to uh, relate it. I see addiction, you know, you've seen families where nobody can seem to stop it and it's because the energy is just moving along yeah you, you can break the cycle you can heal it but um you have to just take the action to do it. yeah I, I have a co-worker right now who he's struggling struggling drinking and he's mm-hmm. he told me one day at work he's like oh man i got the the Jeez. beer shakes and i was like that's not good <laughs> that means your body needs alcohol to function properly right. that's not good yeah I but have plenty uh of, plenty of experience with addicts so yeah i can imagine that's that's cool Oh, that's, I'm not even going to ask that one. We've really talked. It was just, this one, this question is just asking about if, uh, being in tune with yourself and energy around you is uh, important to help you pick up things. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's, every, yeah, yeah, it's everything really. Yeah, that's always, like I said, I do like to shut it off when I can, but um, it's pretty, it's pretty important. Yeah. And you being able to shut it off, that's again with practice. How do you, how do you exactly, do you practice these things or work on them? Is it just... There's different repetition techniques. it's just different techniques like um like which part um if you want to talk about shutting it off yeah um, let's just get into shutting off like how do you practice exactly shutting it off and turning it up so i don't have to go through these rituals anymore mm-hmm. uh, but in the beginning i would have like a, a step process that i would go through where i would set an intention for a reading and um so this is kind of it sounds silly but like so can you see visualizations in your third eye? Oof, man, I don't in know. Your mind, in your mind's eye? Like, can you picture something in your mind's oh, eye? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I'll, I used to would visualize, like, a, a door sign, change, like, changing from closed to open. Okay. So, it's like you're opening your third eye, you're setting the attention, it's open. Mm. And then, after a reading, I could change it to closed. Okay. But now, I don't have to do that. It's just um, natural, mm-hmm. I guess, now. So or it's just a habit now. You just... Don't really yes. recognize well, it. We haven't talked about spirit guides, but you use spirit guides when you're reading people uh-huh. and you have like a main one that you work with for mediumship. And so when you first start, you kind of set your um, set your intentions. OK, I'm, I read in this room. This is where I read. OK, I don't read other places or I only spirit can only contact me between these hours. And okay. once your spirit guide kind of learns, then it's just they just take care of it for you. So okay, well then let's talk about spirit guides because we have not, I haven't heard that I know yet. I sound crazy. So no, this is awesome. Uh, so what what is a spirit guide? It's is that a is it exactly like what it what it like? says? It sounds like it's just a spirit that guides you around uh-huh. what your yeah, everyone, intentions are. Right, everyone has guides. Um, they can be some. They can be loved ones who have passed. Um, and they can be other beings. Mm-hmm. Is how I would like to say it, but um. 
Yeah, they do guidance. They come in and out of your life depending on what you're working on at that time. Uh, you, most people I see have at least three, just depending on what you're doing. Everybody? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whether you know it or not, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> like, I have that main one that I use for my mediumship. He's my, uh, like, person. If I ask a question, a yes or no question, I can see his head moving, like, yes or no. But, like, during the past life regression, so after you mm-hmm. do one life, one of your spirit guides will, sh- will appear and will answer questions for you. So, like, you can meet your spirit guides during a past life regression. Oh, okay. But you can communicate with them. You can ask them for help, but they only help you if you ask. Okay, because when I was looking into the past life regressions, they were um, it was saying something about um, cryptomnesia. Okay. Have you looked at that? It's basically um, it's basically a st- the best way I could describe it from what I read. I read it once, so don't quote me on it. But it's basically like a state that you get in of kind of um, meditation where you are in a state where a forgotten memory can come through you mm-hmm. and um, it may not be recognized by, like if it comes through me, I might not recognize the memory, mm-hmm. but it comes through me through whenever I'm in, going through crypto, uh, cryptomnesia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I definitely don't know the term, but absolutely things come up that you don't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had it happen. Really? <clears throat> Your subconscious holds everything. Uh-huh. So if you meditate or you set the intention to look for things in your life, your subconscious can always answer it for you. That's what hypnotherapy is. It's talking to your, through your subconscious. Okay. And is that something? So is that something that uh, is that something that people like people can practice on their own, or is that something that you need kind of a the um, I guess the talking through your subconscious is that like something that you can practice on your own, or you kind of need that um. Need help with medium it. with it i guess um, you'd say. either meditation is the best way i would say for yourself to mm-hmm. do it because that's how you can pull up you can do anything with meditation like you can do a spirit guide meditation and meet your gods you can do an angel one you can do a loved one uh, meditation you can do a higher self and um there's so many different ones that you can do but you can do an inner child like i've done i used to do when i first started all this i did some inner child work mm-hmm. through meditation um and that's your subconscious, you know. You're pulling your subconscious. Yeah, because uh, earlier you mentioned that you taught, uh, you taught like a, a group of people how to mm-hmm. do it. How, what if, like, I mean, if you're, you don't have to give me a full <laughs> class, but like, if you're gonna teach me, like, as far as uh, going into reading, doing right. a reading, mm-hmm. what is something that I, you would g- go over with that, or what's something a that you lot. would be teaching? I know there's, I'm sure there's a ton I would be to teaching it. Teaching all the senses, <clears throat> like how to tell what they are, how to. Explain like what they feel like, um, how to work with your spirit guides because it's important. Um, I would teach them meditation. That's important. And then um, usually I have like some rituals and things that people say in the beginning when they're starting. Like I mentioned earlier, I go over that with them, some protection. And then um, how to decipher the messages and um, explaining to them what they'll see. So really you have to practice by just trying yeah. So like when I, before we read actual spirits who had crossed, like I would give them a picture of somebody who was alive, like, like let's empathically or intuitively read this person. What do you get? And so okay. we would pass the picture around. Everyone write down like what they got, and then we all share. And um, 
it's neat. Like, how do you know she's a teacher from her picture? She doesn't look like a teacher, but they knew it. You know, they're yeah. just reading the energy of the picture. Huh. And then we would move on. I did where I would write it, just a name on the board. Okay, we're going to read this person who's uh, alive and, and do it just from their name. See if we can get energy that way. You can, you know, and then we did people who'd passed. So, and that's something that you would do after, after you've already like kind of taught the, yeah, uh, I did the then part, you yeah, haven't practiced it. Day, we did a, a development circle. Oh, that's so cool. And there's different techniques too, to practicing, um, to practice those skills, different little games and things where have someone hide something in your house and then like lay down and kind of get into a meditative state and ask, okay, so where is it? And wait for your answer. Cause that's what you're mm-hmm. doing when you're, when you're reading, whether you're talking to guys or you're talking to loved ones, you have to intentionally ask the question. You're not just going to get some random answer out of nowhere for no reason. You yeah. have to have the intention. Okay. Where, where'd my checkbook go? Oh, there it is. Okay. Wait for spirit to answer. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that, that does. But I, cause I, I, I mean, I told you already, I don't meditate, but I feel like I I do that in a way. And then it's just, I just chuck it up to, you know, intuition. Mm-hmm. It's to just knowing. Same thing. Same thing? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I, like I said, I kind of already do that already. Yeah, you're pulling that in with your solar plexus. That's just, no. that's your just knowing. My solar plexus must be strong. Must because, be strong, yeah. Because everything that I, that I feel or everything that I notice that I do, you mentioned has come from the, the solar plexus. Mm-hmm. You have more from other, other chakras, too. What do kind of like? I mean, we don't have to go through all, but like, what do yeah. some of them do? Because like, I know you we're like, uh, the solar plexus is, is like has to do with like intuition, and um, and then the the throat chakra is like speaking your truth and authentic. yeah. Well, the crown chakras, you're opening the spirit. Your, yes, your third eye is um, the seeing. Let's see, your heart chakra that has to do with loving yourself loving others loving spirit um, being able to accept love or not um, your sacral chakra is creativity abundance things like that and your root chakra is your safety huh that's just a basic basic yeah yeah you don't things. have to yeah you don't have to go through the whole thing yeah yeah uh it's a lot this is well this is something like now you're I always feel bad because I drop so much stuff on people. Sometimes I'm like, ah. oh no, but I'm I, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm pretty good at uh, ta- taking and retaining information and under, and understanding what's being given to me. Mm-hmm. So so no, you're fine. You can you can hit me with everything. I'm I'm open to it. Let's see. The only other thing that we haven't talked about, you know, what the law of attraction is. Uh, I've heard of it. And um, I'll just say no because I, I have heard of it, and I've heard, when I've heard it like be used, it makes sense at the time. Right. But I, I've never looked into it. So I what feel is like it? It's something you should explore. I feel like it comes up a lot for people that don't understand um, energy and vibration. But the the law of attraction is important because a lot of us don't have control over our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, like OCD thoughts or anxious thoughts or being depressed and things like that. But if you focus on your thoughts, or your thought, it's basically your thoughts create your reality and manifest your life. Okay. So if you have, if you're negative to yourself all the time, and you, why does everything keep happening to me? Why victim, victim, victim? Yeah. Yourself. Okay. You know? Like yeah. you create, you create it yourself. Yeah, that's how. That's how I. Um, that makes sense now because yeah, that's the way I've I heard it before. It was. Uh, Somebody was kind of like trying to like 
manifest like good things for themselves yeah. and the so they just like were always talking about good things and yeah. and just like living i guess kind of it kind of made them live that type of life it does yeah yeah it's like um you wouldn't say i wish i had a new car because you just told the universe that you don't have one right it's mm. energy so you would say i have one like living in the state of already yeah. having and or being great or i'm thankful for that like being grateful for something that you don't have yet technically yeah. But that's how you manifest and make it happen. But I feel like I needed to bring that up. It's just important. It shows up a lot in readings. Yeah, because I will. I've. Uh, I guess I have kind of practiced that. I did that with the with the podcast. Yeah. Actually, is whenever I started, I was like, I was like, when I when I get to the point that I uh, exactly yeah. can do this full time and all that. Instead of saying if I get there, I would just yes. be like when I get when there. I get there. Yeah. yeah, you're asserting that this is already true. Right. It should, or it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. yeah. What do you, uh, I, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, what do you, so what do you think about, how do you feel about the people who, like Long Island Medium or that other guy, I forgot his name, but the people, Edwards? is he the young one? Who, there's a young, there's, oh, the celebrity one? Yeah. I, I had never really watched him, but how I feel about what, how do you feel about the, because I know the Long Island, the lady who, uh, Long Island Medium. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. So she, yeah. So she, I know she got like in some in some shit a while back because she, I believe it was her. She uh, told somebody like their child had passed away, is already gone, has passed away, and then they found the kid alive. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. It might not have been her, but I know there's a medium who was doing a reading somewhere, and they, uh, and that's what they did. They're like, like the. This child was missing for I forgot how long, mm. and then they're like, "She's okay. She's passed on." Blah blah blah, and then they found the kid, mm. and so then that person was getting. I I want to say it was her. I, my phone's over there, but I'm not sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember hearing about that, but um, it's strange for sure. But um, but but my well, the reason I was asking period though is cause I thought it was her. But what do you think about uh? How do you feel about like when people? Because I've heard other stories about people just the mediums or mm-hmm. or psychics. Oh, criticism. Yeah, yeah, they'll say like they they say the same thing to oh, like a bunch of general? people. Yeah, it's very general, just to like get the right right. Just answer. like you're faking it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so not what it is. I know there are there are people. There's definitely for sure people who, yeah. who work on websites and do online stuff, and they can just give you general answers and things like that. Absolutely, there are people who do that and are fake but that would be awful i would never spend my i would never spend my time with anybody to just fake their. that would be so much work yeah to just sit there and lie for an hour i mean honestly yeah um i don't get that criticism but i mean i give a lot of evidence on people on their personality yeah how they died uh when they died, how old they were, mm-hmm. um, memories, and then communi- like communication. I give a, I give a lot of evidence on the people, so there's no way like that it's not too general, you know. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they're general statements, but still, if I said that your aunt was spunky, and re- in reality your aunt was really quiet and stern, mm-hmm. that wouldn't make sense, right? Yeah. Spunky wouldn't make sense, but yeah. if I said she's spunky and feisty, and they're like, oh yeah, she's she was so out there like that you know yeah well and i've heard uh i've read some uh, i read a review somewhere because i i did some actually did some research and i read a review on a different for a different uh psychic medium and they said that uh they said that 
they said that they felt like the they felt like during the reading the person was telling them they would say something like let's say or I forgot exactly what it said but say it was um, they said their aunt was uh, spunky mm-hmm. then the person in the review said and I would just and I would just think back to one instance and then say yes mm-hmm. and so I was like well that's kind of your fault it's your fault that's kind of your fault to that means you that person came into a reading with closed mind yes right? if you have a closed mind or you're skeptic I don't really want to read you it's not fun for me you know? uh-huh. but like also probably makes it harder well it's not it's not harder it's just like I'm not I don't really care to prove anything to you you know yeah right I, I don't care but like I, a reading I had the other night this girl like 15 minutes in she was like oh my gosh I was kind of a skeptic but this is crazy like you're I can't believe you knew that name or you knew this just and I was like oh well, I'm glad you didn't tell me you're skeptic because I just I don't um, it's not that it's pressure in the beginning maybe it was more pressure of you know but now I'm just I'm confident I don't care yeah huh and it just comes with it just comes yeah. with you doing it and yeah, you know either, you know what you can do so yeah I know what I, I know what I've done I know what I can do I know what I've talked to it's not um I don't have anything to prove I guess yeah I don't care confident but who you are <laughs> yeah either either come to me for a reading because you need some sort of communication with a family member you need some clarification on something why something happened um or you just want to talk to them I mean that's fun yeah don't come in asking questions because you want to you know well I gave them this secret word I told them in, in my head to say this word and you didn't say it like don't come in there like that I, oh yeah it's not you can't make them perform like that they're not circus animals you know yeah there's there's your loved ones who passed away they're not performing for you so i'm sure a lot of people also come into it with the wrong idea of what is gonna happen oh everyone comes in with a different thought yeah so i always ask in the beginning you know like what are you, what are you looking for because i have people that come in and they don't well i've only had this a few times but where they don't want to talk to their loved ones like their mother comes through right away and is ready to talk and they're like no 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 does my boyfriend like me does and I'm like ah, I'm so, like, <laughs> like I'm I've like got something so good here. Yeah, and I'm apologizing to the spirit. I'm like I'm so sorry. Like this is awful. Wow. Yeah, I've, that's got to be frustrating to. Yeah, there's, there's just readings are different. It just depends yeah. on where they're at, hmm. what they're looking for. Yeah, that's got to be frustrating to, especially if they come in, you know, expecting it to be like, oh, I'm gonna get this, this, and do you get? Do you ever have people get upset if they like don't get what they? One. I have before. Okay, well, she wasn't upset, but I had one person before who was going through a breakup, and is he going to come back? Mm. It's like, I'm not here to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I can read the energy of the situation. I can read his energy, and at this moment, the way he feels is like a no. Right. right. That's true. I'm not going to sit here and baby you and lie to you and tell you things. You know, first off, no one can predict the future um hundred percent because we all have free will mm-hmm. what we're doing when we read psychic energy is the energy right now so okay. if you change tomorrow and start picking up new practices and, and changing your raising your consciousness changing your thinking you can change the future you don't have yeah. it's not set in stone there's no i have a path and that's my path no you can change it so yeah i can tell you some things that are based on your energy now you know or i can help like people ask about career and I'll get information like, well, I feel like these things are good for you. Things like that. Okay. But yeah. That, that one person about. was upset because she just wanted her boyfriend back and he was out. Yeah. He, was, he had already moved out. I feel like most people can read that situation from the get go anyway. Right? It's like, 
But y'all were, you were talking trash on him on Facebook for weeks. No, he's not coming back. Yeah. I mean, she she was just really desperately seeking to know, like, yeah. this isn't over. And it was like, oh, it's mm. over. Wow. <laughs> uh, so you, but you can, so, because you just mentioned careers. So what, what do people look for, like, with their career? Are they asking, like, where their career is going or what kind of stuff do you yeah. see there? Yeah, where it's going or, or they're young and they don't know, like, they've switched their major a lot mm-hmm. um, or they're, they don't have any passion in their career. They're just looking for something different. Just, yeah, guidance, I guess. Okay. Every time I read somebody, they refer me to multiple people, and I have lots of repeat clients. I have some I've read, you know, seven times, and some that will just message me questions and then Venmo me cash just so I'll answer the question. I don't ask them to because I don't mind. I'll, I'll tell people. Yeah. You know, you've already paid for a reading. If you ever have a question, just shoot me a message. I don't mind. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. So you. So if you're just, if you can just through messages. Yeah. They don't have to be there in person. Mm-mm. No, energy is the same anywhere. Like I've read over the phone, I've uh-huh. read on Zoom. I mean, you can do it anywhere, any any way. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, there's. I've just never thought about it like that. Well, I didn't either when I started, but as I did it, it just got easier. I guess. Just as yeah, more that you've practiced, you've been yeah, able to you just kind of get into your own feel of it. You know what feels right for you. Yeah. So where do you do it? Where do you do your readings now? So right now, I either do it at my house or the client's house right now. Okay. So I'm actually in the process of starting a website online with my friend, which it should be finished tomorrow. And she's one of my best friends, and she's a medium also. She mm-hmm. doesn't like to tell people that because she's newer to it. Okay. I kind of helped her figure it out because she was getting message from spirit. So I kind of taught her. But... um. Yeah, we're starting a business. We hope to have like an office soon. She's actually a practicing therapist right now, but um, it's called Healing House, okay. Healing, and um, it has all our services on it and things like that. So we hope to operate through there for now. But yeah, I travel. I don't mind. Okay, that's awesome. But yeah, hopefully, I mentioned that because we're going to get an office space soon. Okay, it. So you said she's a medium. So she, she was getting re or she mm-hmm. was getting stuff, and she just didn't know. What yeah. to do with it, kind of? Yeah, so she, her, I met her by, I say it's all by, um, it was all through spirit. I mean, it was all purpose purposeful that we met. Mm-hmm. So she was the second house that I ever went to to do a space clearing because she had, she had four ghosts in her house, spirits in her spirits, house. Yeah. And it was a terrifying, it was the scariest house. It was the scariest house. I never want to go there again. I don't want to, I don't even like driving by that street. It was Even um, still today? Yeah, it wasn't my favorite because the story was really intense with the spirits. Mm-hmm. It was, um, they were really angry. One of them was a, like, a murderer, like, did a hate crime on the other spirit that was there a long time ago, like, set him on fire. It was intense. Um, oh, Jesus And Christ. it even had smells, which I, which was weird. Like, when you would walk in the door, you get hit by this, like, rotten dog smell, but then it would disappear. It was just a creepy house. Is it something that just you, just you picked up, or just you no, and her picked actually, up on? so when I... When I, she picked up on it because she would feel someone touching her. Her son is young, and he's, mm-hmm. he's two. he was two at the time, and he would say things like, where'd the purse girl go, and and where's the teeth guy? Like, he knew he was saying things, and it, they're not making it up. Little kids, they yeah. repeat stuff around them. They don't make things up like that at that age, you know? Yeah. So, and he still sees stuff, but... Um, so, when I first started the space clearing, I, I wasn't even doing it yet. I was just, you know coming out and reading the house for my clients so we contacted a medium through uh from houston who does that that's what she does all the time is space clearing it's very expensive to hire her 
but they were so desperate. I mean, they even moved afterwards, but they paid her to come out and do it, and she taught me how to do it. Like she's the one who taught me how to cross spirits over and how to do the how to do it. But yeah, she confirmed everything I'd already said. Like I read the house. She came Oh, at that yeah, at the same she, spot? Yes, yeah, same spot. She came like a few weeks later after she had paid her and, and set it up and she cleared the house but you know, said everything I said. She got the same stuff as me. So it was like And your friend and the and my friend that's was, who you were going to you're doing this with now. She was uh, feeling all the same things? Yes, she was feeling it and I was and I even told her that day at her house and I had just met her right there and I'm like, uh uh-huh, you're sensitive. Like I feel like you're a medium too. You just don't know it yet. She was really religious and it was really wrong. So it took her a little while to kind of get to kind of accept it. Get I into guess. it and accept it. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's acceptance. Yeah. For sure. That's interesting. Um, one thing I, I wanted to, one thing I wanted to bring up earlier, just to get your like thought on is in de- I would definitely assume that where I work, cause mm-hmm. you know, people have, you know, committed suicide there and mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would assume like just that a lot of that is just lingering around but um, the two, the two, or well, I got three in- instances that have happened since I've been there, and two of them were really kind of profound, where you can't deny it. And I've never, I've never really experienced anything. You, or I, you, I feel weird things like there used to be this. There was a unit that uh, we had that was shut down, and uh, they only they they kept on like just certain lights on the unit so it was kind of dim uh maybe about like this and we used to go up there to get beds and on like to get extra mattresses and stuff and um being a guy i would go get the mattress and anytime you'd go up there it's one of those things where you're like somebody's up here Mm -hmm. and so i'd go look around Mm -hmm. and then have that weird feeling but that unit though one night this and this was probably a year ago that unit's open now it's a children's unit, and the nurse up there, she was calling. She's like, I'm going home. I'm leaving. Like, there's somebody talking up here and all that stuff, and they're like, what are you, you know, what are you talking about? Or, you know, check the phones. Make sure you're not, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have anything going on. And uh, so the supervisor went up there, and she was, like, freaking out. Like, she, had, she was crying, and the supervisor went up there, and she said, just sit and, just sit and nobody talk. Don't just sit and listen. And they, they were sitting there and listening, and – even the super right, he came and told, and he's a, he's a big skeptic into this. And he said, he said, man, he said, I sat down. He said, and it was like somebody was trying to get our attention. Somebody was like, hello, like looking for somebody almost, like trying to get their attention. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, I, he said, I, he, after that, he was like, I believe he said, because he said the phones, yeah. he said the phones weren't off the hook. Nothing was going on. The kid, the one kid they had was asleep. Mm-hmm. And it was just a very weird, um, instance that we had there and then the other thing that we had happen was on our um on our what we call the acute acute unit which is like the worst worst energy is really what it is the worst of the worst patients um four nurses all saw the same person at the same time in the same spot they all turned and saw and all of them were ready to leave. They were all ready to clock out because they all turned and saw this woman standing there, and they all kind of looked and said they had a double take. And when they realized what what was going on, they all freaked out. And yeah, 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 exactly. Especially when you're not expecting to see it. Uh, what do you think about place like places like that? Because I'm sure you'd be I'm sure you'd be drained. 
leaving there. I yeah. would be super drained. But um, that's why space clearing is important. You need to get some sage and burn it up there. But sage doesn't take care of spirits. So the funny, not funny, but m- mental illness or even addiction to um, can attract lower vibe spirit, spirits to you. So mm-hmm. sometimes someone could come in, be a patient, and they have spirit attachments with them. Okay. Yeah. So God knows what you're dealing with. You know, like it could be anybody. It could be anything. Um, I mean, it's not fun. It doesn't, that stuff doesn't scare me anymore though. Like I said, like I've I've been woken up and heard names spoken to me and just go back to sleep. Yeah. You're just used to it now. I'm just used to it now, but yeah. Yeah. It would be startling if I didn't believe it. It'd be startling if I was, if it just scared me, but there's really no fear. But will you, but, what do you think about the the people who, because I wasn't up there, of course, so I you didn't experience. I can't it. say, mm-hmm. but I highly doubt these women, all these, and they're you know older women. I highly doubt that they all sat there and were so bored. They were like, "Hey, y'all, I want to pretend we saw oh, a yeah, ghost no, up here." No, 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 no. Definitely <laughs> so, not. It definitely feels real to me, but yeah. Um, what can you do in that type of situation? Is that what you want to know? Well, I just want to know, like, what do you um. For them to have experienced that, like, mm-hmm. how does that, how would you say or explain, like, how that happens to all of them at once? That means that spirit drew some energy from somebody. It yeah. takes a lot of energy for them to do an apparition like that or mm-hmm. to um, make something move or change the lights. It means there's a pretty intense spirit. Um, what to do with it? I don't know. You can tell them if you're scared, you can just tell them, um, go away. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you. I can't help you. Yeah. You know, because that's what they're looking for is help. Wow. Yeah. We also kind of, now that I'm, we were talking about energy, it makes me wonder if, because when you see the, the our coworkers or my coworkers, when you see them come in and when you mm-hmm. see them leave and they're just like, I mean, now granted, we do work long shifts. Right. So there's, there's also that. But um, you see them and they're just like, they're, every, they're, Energy, their entire energy and mood is just changed. Everything's just gone out of them when they leave. Yeah, I wonder if part of that is the energy that's in that building. For sure. Just yeah. How old is the building? I'm curious. Very old. Okay, where's it at? It's um, it's Baptist Behavioral Health. Okay. It's the um, my my supervisor. She likes to tell me that um that building was there in the 70s and it was old in the 70s right well, so I wonder that's how old it is before it was like what it was i don't know that. i know they used to call it a beaumont neurological hospital mm-hmm. um i just know it's seen a lot of things it's, it's yeah. seen a lot of energy and a lot of negative stuff and people that are hurting and so you just kind of have all of that built up over decades yeah so i imagine you feel like crap leaving you know yeah most that's of us not, do places like that i can't handle very long <laughs> yeah uh, yeah especially being so in tune with it i would imagine that'd be tough to uh to but go whether, through like i said whether you're in tune or not you still reap the effects of it yeah like leaving exhausted or drained or mm. they can like i said spirit communicates with thought so if, even if you don't hear a voice or you just have a thought all of a sudden you're in a bad mood you know mm-hmm. like, i wasn't in a bad mood this morning could be a spirit make making you feel their bad mood yeah so they can affect you either way. That's interesting because I feel like I feel like when like when you say stuff like that, I can like think back of times where I've experienced that and just yeah. kind of maybe 
blown it off as something yeah. else. Right. And so it makes me wonder if that's what's going on or if there's something something else happening. Right. There's, mm. there's so many possibilities with what's going on there. Yeah. I don't even, like, when I feel it, I don't like it. I wouldn't want to work there. I don't like it. I don't like the way it feels to me, but yeah, it's just heavy. So do you, so do you ever, like, do you ever experience that just, like, you know, going, going, going to eat somewhere? Are you ever just like, oh, this place mm-hmm. is. Um, not necessarily. It, it's got to be a really bad place. Mm-hmm. Or just being around a really negative person. Sometimes there's people I get around and I'm like, uh, I don't really care to be around this person ever again. Just their energy is really low. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't feel good to be around. I'm trying to think about yeah. other places. Because there's. A lot of people are afraid of, like, cemeteries. Yeah. There's no spirits at cemeteries. They don't care about their body after they die. Like, there's no... That's probably a really peaceful place to be. There's nothing there. There's a lot of paranormal researchers that would be so upset with what you said. I know. <laughs> I know, but it's true. There. Uh, so, well, why do you say that? Just because they've because already... they don't care. They don't care about that. They'll, they'll hang around their old house. They'll hang around their family members. They don't care about They don't that. attach to themselves no, at yeah. all? No, not their body. Some, some might... There may be a few that are, like, I've heard, I've read things about them still trying to get into their body, like, if they haven't crossed over. I've never gotten that message from anybody, though, so I only go off my own experiences of what oh, okay. I've learned through spirit. Yeah. From, But I'll have people in readings who'll say, well, is she upset because we didn't do, we didn't cremate her, or we didn't spread her ashes here, or the funeral, we didn't do this like they said? No. They don't care. They don't care. They're like, I'm... I'm out. I'm out, yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> They do not like people will worry about that and worry about that. I know she'd be so upset, you know. Huh. No. Wow, and that's just from that. This is from your experience. They that's don't from care. my experience from talking to actual spirits. The only stuff I've ever seen them care about is um, their stuff. Like some people who, you know, her her husband at the time pawned all her stuff off. Right, mm-hmm. she died, and he pawned off her jewelry and didn't give it to her kids. Things Oof. like that. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Like, yeah. Or the family's fighting over the house, you know, things like oh, that. Yeah. Those type of situations, they get, they'll say you get that. About, you get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Fighting oh. over stuff, like who got the wedding ring, who got this. Wow. I want, Stealing money, fighting over money. They don't yeah. like that. Huh. <laughs> Let me see here. What was I, what did I want to go back to? Oh, I wanted to go back to um, about reincarnation mm-hmm. as far, because you said that once you, um, once you die, you're, it doesn't mean you're, you know, you're born the next day as, right. you know, another person or, um, what I, the, what I wanted to bring up is, is it all, always like, or would you say that you think it's like you're born to another person eventually, or could you, your energy go into something else? Yeah. I've seen spirits that have gone on to be spirit gods and then come back and reincarnate again after mm-hmm. that to learn something new. They're like, I need to learn a little bit more about this situation and you learn some more lessons on this and they'll reincarnate but yeah you you reincarnate you you don't reincarnate right away um you just kind of set up your next life and then you just kind of spend a lot of time thinking about it on the other side that's what you do okay like what you know the judgment is really your own judgment like with your gods going over what happened and what went wrong and what didn't go right and how how did i not ascend how did i not uh what did i get stuck in Mm-hmm. How can I do it better next time? Like, if you were trying to learn something in a male energy, a male body, you 
might decide next time, okay, maybe we'll try a female body this time and see if in a feminine energy I can complete that lesson. Oh, okay. So, but you just said that, like, you have um, gotten contact with spirits who were uh, not passed on yet, and then they, mm-hmm. and then when they, um, I'm sorry, I forgot exactly what you said, but they weren't passed on, and then when they reincarnated as, mm-hmm. or when they were born again, mm-hmm. how, how did you, you, how did you know that? How did I know that? Yeah. Just how did, message or, from spirit. I, yeah, I I've mean. Only had, I've only had it happen two or three times where spirit wasn't available to talk to. Okay. And I had got the message from spirit. They were already reincarnated. Uh-huh. And, but those spirits, those people had died like 40 to 50 years ago. Okay. So it wasn't like oh. a month later. So that's how you were like, that's so how like, you were oh, like, oh, they're just, they're just hanging and out I there. I wasn't guessing that. Uh-huh. Spirit told me that. Okay. So. And so that's how you've learned that they can sometimes just hang out in that, in that, that they space. Stay for, they, they stay there for a while. Yeah. As far as I know, I, mean, I don't know everything, but I know. Just from your there. experience. From my, yeah. I go, like I said, I go off my experience and what I get from spirit. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's so cool. Because that way I know it's true. It's not something I read. It's something I experienced. Yeah. You can go ahead and finish. Go ahead and, uh, this, thank you for doing this. This is awesome. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Go it's ahead funny. and, uh, let everybody know, like, your, like, where they can find you and, uh, if they want to get a reading and, uh, and everything. Okay. So right now, um, or space clearing or all yeah, that. Yeah. Space clearing, past life regression, or if you want to learn mediumship, I teach it. So right now on my Facebook page, it's Psychic Medium Lauren Burris. You can message me there. Um, our website will be up tomorrow. We're finishing our last page and th- on there, and that one is HealingHouseNederland.com. So okay. then you'll be able to reach me through there. Yeah, we're just finishing the booking page. Okay, awesome. Well, again, thank you for doing this. Uh, and I'm actually going to um, buy a reading for someone, mm-hmm. and so that – and I will give it away, and we'll – um, I'll set up the giveaway on the Facebook on um the Fuller's House podcast Facebook page. Mm-hmm. If you want to um enter to win that, well, I guess that's it. Then again, thank you for coming yeah. on. This is so awesome. Very awesome. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. That's it, everybody. Oh, I should let it go. Yeah. Oh, I should let it go. Yeah.